Hey everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Personal Growth Project podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be going over how to turn pain and struggles from your past into power. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. Okay, so the idea for this episode was actually inspired by David Goggins' new book, which if you have not read it, you definitely should because he is one of the most inspirational people of all time. But anyways, in his book, he was talking about how what he does is he actually takes hate comments from his page and he speaks them into a voice recording and... I kid you not, he legit loops this voice recording as he's going throughout his day for motivation. And that got me thinking, you know, haters and pain and struggles from the past, you know, they may seem bad at first, but they can actually serve as great fuel for you. And personally, I've had times where sometimes the only thing pushing me through was the fact that I had to make sure that my haters were disappointed. Um... Of course, given I don't have many haters, probably only one or two. But regardless, it can do a lot for you when you're looking for motivation if you know that other people are watching you and, you know, the haters are going to rejoice if you fail or trip up. Additionally, you must remember that all emotion is energy. Every bit of emotion is energy and we all channel our emotions into different things. Sometimes when we're happy, for example, we use that emotion to smile or to do things with a little more energy than we normally would. When we're sad, we can channel that energy into crying or we can channel it into art. But, you know, when you're really in pain, remember that that is a source of energy. That emotion, that is energy. And you can use that to channel it into whatever you want to do well which is actually a very good strength because a lot of people will take their emotion and they'll take their pain and they'll channel it into the wrong things. But the emotion that pain brings you is actually a wonderful tool if used correctly. And it's a tool that a lot of people don't know how to use because most people, when they're feeling pain, they will either bottle it up and shove it away. Like, I mean, who hasn't done that at one point? Or they will channel it into something destructive like drinking, drugs, I don't know, a bunch of different vices just to distract themselves from the pain instead of channeling that pain directly into something. The pain can be used to create and it can be used to build instead of being used to destroy. People will try to destroy when they're feeling in pain most of the time. They'll destroy their future with drinking and drugs. They'll destroy other people's happiness by, you know, lashing out and being toxic. And this is what you want to avoid, because when we don't learn how to control our emotions and use our pain wisely, we get ourselves into a lot of trouble. Either you make the pain worse for yourself by dwelling on it and bottling it up, or you make pain worse for someone else by lashing out at them. And that's really not what we want, because here we are very emotionally mature, and we want to be the best version of ourselves. 
So I'm going to explain to you how you can turn this pain into power. The first step is, of course, to acknowledge that there's pain, which is usually actually the hardest part of it. A lot of the time when we've been hurt or when we've been wronged, we really don't want to ever admit it because it's kind of embarrassing. It's a blow to our ego to admit that we let our guard down and got hurt by someone or something. But you absolutely have to accept it if you want to use it for something constructive. So I don't know what it takes for you to accept it. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's just sitting in a room alone with your thoughts for 10 minutes. Whatever it takes for you to just come to acceptance with this pain and stop trying to bottle it away, that's what you need to do. In fact, I would highly recommend meditation. Um, There are plenty of guided meditations on YouTube, and I've found that um, there are specific meditations for, like, getting over heartbreak or getting over pain or dealing with past trauma, and if you meditate on those, I guarantee you will walk away feeling a lot better, because a lot of us are always so constantly distracted by our phones or by work, just, you know, various things, and because we're so distracted, we never take the time to actually confront our emotions head-on, which is a really big issue. So that's why sitting alone for, like, five to ten minutes and meditating on something is incredibly powerful as a tool for maturing and getting over something that's hurt you. So first step is recognizing that there is pain and coming to terms with it through meditation or journaling or something along that line. And trust me, it works really well. Okay, I'll tell you guys a little story which you've probably heard if you consistently listen to every episode. But when I was a sophomore in high school, while going into my sophomore year, I actually got dumped over text by someone, and it was like my first actual boyfriend, so I was really shocked, to say the least, because I genuinely did not see it coming, and well, it was actually my fault because I'd suggested that we break up a week prior, but regardless, I was really surprised by it, and it took a long, long time for me to really come to terms with it. And I will tell you guys, it took me so long to get over that because I was constantly trying to bottle away my emotions. Like, as soon as it happened, I was like, you know what? This is fine. This is all God's plan. And you know what? That was true. But what I didn't do was I didn't really come head to head with the pain that I was feeling. And I wouldn't allow myself to accept the fact that I actually felt like it really hurt me. It really stung. But I would not let myself come to terms with that. Why I wouldn't let myself come to terms with that is a reason that most of us probably know well. Look, we're human and we don't want to feel hurt. We don't ever want to accept that we've gotten hurt by someone. It's not a pleasant feeling for obvious reasons. So most of the time what we're going to do is we're going to try to blow it off like it didn't really matter that much. And we're going to act like we don't care when in reality we do care. I mean, how often have you heard that after a breakup you're supposed to act unfazed? And you know, generally, I would advise that you act unfazed in public, but in private, you shouldn't be acting unfazed. Because if you act unfazed and if you try to bottle things up without coming to acceptance with what happened, it will eat away at your soul. (laughs) And that's genuinely what happened to me, like, for the first semester of my sophomore year. 
Look, I shoved that pain away in a drawer, I locked it shut, and I did not ever access it for a very long time. And you know what happened to me? I spiraled out of control my um, first semester of sophomore year. Like, I kid you not, I was trying so hard to distract myself from it that I just went insane with school. Like, you know, it's good that I got good grades, but all I could focus on was school. Um, And one pro was I did actually end up starting this podcast. But besides that, I was trying to distract myself with success in my life when what I really needed to do was emotionally succeed by dealing with my emotions and coming to terms with the fact that I was hurt. Because what I was doing was not productive. And I mean, it was really obvious because whenever I would see this guy in the halls, I would literally feel like I was about to pass out and die. It was so bad. I could not manage my emotions because I hadn't dealt with them. And for that reason, the first step is obviously coming to acceptance with the fact that you're hurt. Now, once you've come to terms with the fact that you're hurt, then the good part starts because you can actually channel the pain into something. Look, I'm telling you, once you first come to terms with the fact that you're hurt, if you've been trying to bottle this up for a while... All the emotions will literally hit you like a freight train, and it is going to be miserable unless you take those and you channel them into something, which is why this episode is so important, because this really helps you heal from things. When you take the emotions, accept them, and then channel them into something else, it's like they leave you completely, because you're actively putting them into something else, whether it's like a project or a friendship or I don't know, prayer even, you're just letting those emotions leave your body, which is why it's really important. So what you want to do is literally pick something, anything that you want to be good at or anything that you want to improve, and use that emotion. Whenever you're feeling like you're really in your feelings about something, use that emotion. I'm telling you that this will be one of your greatest sources of fuel, and it has helped me so much because... It really frees you from fearing anything bad happening in your life. Like, for example, if you fail a test, use that as fuel to study harder next time. If someone rejects you, use that as fuel. I mean, we all know what's happened with, like, you know, when guys get hurt or something and then they just go to the gym and they become gym rats afterwards. That's a good example of channeling your emotion. You can use it to really make yourself successful in a certain area of life. Like, you know, I guess it would be fair to say that after I was dumped um, at the beginning of my sophomore year, I did use that and I channeled it into this podcast, which, you know, I should probably be thanking that guy for because I'm really happy to have this podcast. But regardless, there's so many different things that you can channel pain into. And let me tell you, It is a wonderful source of fuel. I really mean that. And it frees you a lot because now if life goes well, that's great. You have something to be happy about and you can just feel free. But at the same time, if life doesn't go well, you should also be smiling because now you have extra fuel in your arsenal. And in this way, pain is kind of just the gift that keeps on giving. Because, look, if it weren't for the pain that I felt my sophomore year when I was unfortunately devastated, 
then this podcast wouldn't be here and I wouldn't be helping people every day. Truly, I do believe that everything is a gift from God. And I once wrote an article about this, which you can find on my Medium page if you scroll a long way back. But I genuinely believe that God always gives us gifts in life. And sometimes they're direct gifts, and you can tell that they're wrapped up in a nice little package with a bow. Like, for example, getting a promotion or meeting a new friend. Those are nicely packaged gifts. But sometimes he can also dump gifts off that are in disguise. Like, think of it as God forcing you to run a marathon with absolutely no training. It's 100% going to be painful and you are 100% going to feel miserable at some points. But at the end of that marathon, you know what? You get a medal, and you're also probably in better shape than most people. Your body will adapt throughout that marathon, and by the end of it, your body will actually be better prepared to take on more challenges and go through life much stronger than before. So, for that reason, genuinely everything in life is a gift from God, and ever since I started seeing life that way, everything just feels so much happier. Like, I really don't get upset over things so easily anymore, because when something bad happens, I know that it's part of God's plan, and I know that it's only to make me stronger. And when you genuinely think about every painful thing, when you think about the pain in your body as something that's making you stronger, you can kind of visualize yourself mentally and physically getting stronger from the pain. And that feels a lot more powerful than moping about it or channeling it into destructive activities. So I really hope that you guys can take this to heart because once you start using pain, as power and as fuel to channel it into productive activities or things that you love to do, you will not only feel so much happier, but your faith in God will also be completely restored. And you're going to have a much more positive outlook on life because you're going to see how much stronger you get once you start channeling your pain into good things. My grandmother would always tell me, what Satan intends for evil, God intends for good. And that quote has really stuck with me because it perfectly applies to this situation. Pain can be maybe intended by Satan for evil, because if you channel it into destruction and hurting others, it will become evil. But God intends that pain for good, and God intends for that pain to strengthen you. And if you let that pain strengthen you, and if you let that pain inspire you to help others, then you'll be pleasing God and you'll be doing the right thing, and it will feel so much better than if you bottle that pain away and use it to harm others. So without further ado, I really hope that you guys like this episode, and let me know if you have any questions. As always, I'm here to help you, and if you want to speak on the podcast, you can fill out the podcast application form on the podcast Instagram, at Personal Growth Project Official. And please leave a rating if you like this episode and share it with a friend or a family member to help someone out. So thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you all in the next week's episode. <laughs>